All right, I'm recording. Are you? <laughs> are you? Are you? Are you really? Yeah, are you really? What are we talking about this week? Uh, bullshit. Bullshit. Nothing. Nothing. Wah, wah, it's wah, actually going to be complete wah. white noise today. <laughs> We're not going to talk about shit. Yeah, exactly. That's that's all it is. Everybody go to sleep. All right, start. Let, let's start. Yep. Project Sapient is a podcast meant to engage our brothers and sisters in the law enforcement and military communities in conversations that we all know we need to have. All opinions you'll hear are our own, are protected by our First Amendment of the United States Constitution, and in no way reflect or are meant to reflect the opinion of any specific agency, officer, or service member. Some opinions may be controversial. Listener discretion is advised. Enjoy. Hello, I-men. Hello, Pete. Guys, we want to say thank you for making us the number one military and law enforcement podcast on the planet. Check out our website, projectsapient.org. Shoot us an email, projectsapient2020 at gmail.com. want to say thanks to our thousands of listeners, thousands of our supporters. AAA Police Supply, DCD Automotive, which is the Bach Group, Vector Shields, Gym Junkies, Havoc Journal, our partners at the Weekly Havoc Podcast, Second Mission, Live Boston, Wellness for Warriors, OD Kit, Eagle Eye Firearms, Gun Track, Fit Cops, 22 Mohawks, and Joint Operation. We love you guys. Thank you. So, this is going to be our last episode, or our first episode of 2022. First episode, January 1. Yes! 2022. We're releasing it a day early, Yeah, right? we are. We are. I figured, awesome. I figured uh, we'll do the uh, the uh, um, so uh, the typical uh, talk show type thing and release it. Oh, boy. Yeah, exactly. Get all nerdy. Are we going to get, like, all, like, holding hands and shit? Are we going to do, like, New Year, New Me stuff, too? Oh, fuck no. <laughs> Dude, I loved I, your post the other day. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I, yeah, exactly. The, the, the what, what did I say? I, the, I think it was fucking. Um, I, I just want to say to everybody, fuck this new year, yeah, new me, me shit. shit. Yeah, I'm yeah. still gonna be the, the same, same asshole. asshole. <laughs> yeah, I'm still gonna be the same <laughs> asshole I've always been. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Dude, it's true, man. Well, here's the thing. Oh yeah, there it is. It's almost time for the new year, new me bullshit. <laughs> I'd like to assure everyone that I will remain the same lovable asshole I've always been. <laughs> but here's the thing. It's not hard for you. No. Whoa. No. No, it's not. It's not. I mean, here's the thing. This bullshit New Year, New Me. Yeah. I fucking, I've always hated it from when I was a little kid. Always. See, I don't, uh, dude, I was a sheltered child, man. You know, I've I don't o- remember any of this dude, stuff. Like, like, no, like, you know, it was, it was like later in life when, when, you know, as I got older, my, my parents would come up to me, Hey, so what's your new year's resolution? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, nothing. Yeah. Nothing. No, nothing. I used to tell people that I was going to pick up drinking. I'm going to get fatter. I'm going <laughs> to, yeah, exactly. I'm going to try drugs. Opposite. Yeah. <laughs> go the total opposite. Just, and, yeah. uh, what lucky for me. I have my own gym at home, thank God. Mm. I don't have to deal with that fucking January 1 rush of get to the gym. The gyms are going to be fucking packed. I I hate to say it. It's not going to happen this year. Oh, that's true. Fucking Cybertron's out. (laughs) Or whatever they're calling it. I don't know. Starscream. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Megatron's next. Omnicron, yes. Uh, Actually, I think, yeah, you might be right. I'm telling you. But you know what? I don't care. 
You, I mean, you I got, got your gym, gym at home. <laughs> I got my gym at home. We were trying to decide what we're going to talk about <laughs> for this episode. Not gyms. Not gyms. No, but we said that we're going to go through kind of like a year in review. Yeah. Yeah. Some of uh, the old topics we talked about. And then moving forward and current events going current on. Events. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and some insider stuff going on in law enforcement. Yes. The public doesn't really know. And it's nothing uh, OPSEC really. Yeah. Um, it's just. We, you know, I like and you like kind of giving that inside look, and and you know we get yeah. a lot of fucking uh, emails and just they just love how raw and how real we are, dude. Seventeen thousand? Did that just say seventeen thousand <laughs> listeners? Holy shit! Yes, sir. I was pulling up the uh, yeah the, the I list just, dude, I of just episodes. Saw that. Yes, sir. But uh, anyways, thank you for that. Um, uh, yeah. All right, that just kind of dumbfounded me. But hey, so. People like to hear the raw, the real, you know, uh, the no bullshit. I'm not here to yep. fucking paint pictures or whatever, but paint a re- real picture of what is actually going on inside the head of law enforcement officers, veterans, shit Look, like that. And, and we're painting the picture that we see, right? Yeah, because exactly. it, I'm not patting, I can pat you on the back. I'm not patting myself on the back. We've been through a lot. Oh my God, yeah. Right? The last two years. I'm, I'm saying in general, well, we've in had general, pretty yeah. damn good careers. Yeah. We've done a lot yeah. in this world. Yeah. And we have a certain set of prescription on that we see the world with. Yeah, yeah. We could be wrong. Well, but yeah, uh, but here's the thing. This lens, as you said, uh, prescription, this lens we see through, through the lens of the world, yeah. you know, between... Uh, from growing up in our childhood uh, to, into our current, you know, my, my military experience, yep. or police, you know, early on police experience and moving on. The lens that we see is like the reality of the world. I tend to think so. Not, not this cookie cutter fucking utopia that mm-hmm. sometimes gets projected or not, most times gets projected out there. But it's more like, because here's the thing, all these fucking politicians we know their dirty little secrets because you exactly. know what? We've had to respond to their fucking houses. Exactly. We've had to respond to fucking dealing with them. That's why they hate us. That's the truth. You know what? That's a big elephant in the room. Yeah. That's a huge elephant. And we're not saying all politicians. No, not all. I'm just. Right. Sir. Because there's ones that they know that they have constituents and not subjects. Exactly. Right. Exactly. They know that they work for the people yeah. and they gladly do it. Exactly. Right. But there's others that sometimes go in there with the right intent yeah. and come out <laughs> as assholes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's just the fact of life. It is. It is. But uh, it, that's the thing. Uh, everyone has good intentions until you feed them that power. We see it all the time. Absolutely. Even uh, with cops that become supervisors, sergeants, lieutenants, whatever. Absolutely. All of a sudden they're the fucking company man and they forget where they're from. Exactly. You know, where they came from. So I just, I've seen it in the military too with toxic leadership. Uh, from in, in the military and in policing. Yeah. How many come down as supervisors? And we're not talking, because I have plenty of great supervisors oh, yeah, that no, I know. No, I'm not generalizing. Right. So, yeah. But how many do we know that make you an offender, right? Mm-hmm. That were the worst offender. Oh, fuck yeah. They- <laughs> so my previous policing job um, the, uh, he, I believe he was the deputy chief. He became the deputy chief and his nickname was, um, fuck off. No, no. nothing. <laughs> uh, Kilo 240 because he had a canine. Oh, okay. All right. Kilo 240. Yeah. Reason why he was given that, that fucking name 
was because he always stayed at headquarters. 240 is the headquarters. Oh, my if God. If you think of, of, you know where I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know exactly where you're exactly. talking about. Exactly. 240 is the headquarters. So <laughs> patrol guys used to call him Kilo 240 because that's the only place he'll, you'll see him in oh the my fucking God. break room with his canine. And now let me guess. He's going down asking people for numbers and oh, fucking. No, no, not, well, he was the one doing that fucking with me and the smoking site bullshit. <laughs> oh and then doing the Comstat bullshit like, hey, this officer's not writing enough fair evasion <laughs> tickets or whatever. And it's like. Uh, and, and, and all these, like, again, all these fucking veteran cops, like, I was still new there, but all the veteran cops would tell me, like, this motherfucker has never done anything his entire fucking career, and now he wants to fucking pretend to, to, to like, want to do shit. Because I'm smart. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Stop. Anyways, so moving. Moving uh, so, on. So, yeah, so previous topics we talked about, like, some of, you know, there's one that we always go back to, the warrior mindset. Yep. Right? That it's It's... It's something very important to me, to you, uh, to a lot of uh, really good proactive cops out there. Uh, not this fucking touchy-feely type shit. Uh, this past week, and actually three weeks, uh, my unit, we kind of went on a tear. Fucking just starting to lock people up. Like, just, I, I've had it. You know what I mean? It's because here's the thing. Like, in my unit, I deal with, like, victims. You see the yeah. the, the the pain they're in or whatever. The, you see the their quality of life going down and all that shit. So, finally, it's like, you know what? Fuck it. You and, know, and we got to do our job. This is something that we were talking about pre-recording, yeah. too. And it was... We were just kind of, guys, for everybody listening, Iman and I kind of shoot the shit before we record. We sometimes go over articles and whatnot. Yeah. Um, sometimes we don't at all. But tonight we were talking about, like, I've checked out. Yeah. I, yeah. And I've told, I've told my guys that I'm obviously going to do the job when I'm required to. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to, you know, fuck around. But I'm not going to be as proactive anymore. But that's the, that's the thing. I'd say that's. 90% of the profession, right? And that's 90% of the profession. That's 90% of the people that are going to record what I just said and try and get me in trouble for it. Yeah. They're all doing it. Yeah. Right. And in some aspects, I get it. In some aspects, I feel bad. In other aspects, I look at the specialty units like you guys. Mm -hmm. And I say to myself, you actually mentioned it. And I agreed with you. I think the specialty units are doing a lot more work, maybe even than before. Yeah, I'll tell you right now that that's a fact because I already gave you uh, an example, uh, just most recent. You know, we get a we get a tip, named witness, whole nine yards. Patrol officer does a quick narrative, doesn't even run that individual for for right. the record. All of a sudden, I find out this morning this person has warrants. I'm like, what the fuck? Why why wasn't this handled? But was it? Was it complacency? Was it laziness? Was it a, a mistake? Well, because no, that happens. So, so here's the thing. It's because they're, they are not being trained the right way anymore. Okay. Law enforcement, I told you this, law enforcement has lost the will to do the job. It's changed, Diamond. It's changed. And, and you can see it. But again, though, now the burden is going to the specialty units who yeah. are now being overworked. Like I was talking to my, uh, to my, uh, one of my guys today and we were uh, just fucking doing some data crunch numbers because we have to do it in terms of our contact shit like that. And we were like, we were like, by the end of it, we were, we were exhausted. We're like, Oh my God, yeah, we've done so. It, it, it's, it, we're a small unit, right? you know? And it's like, it's, it's, it becomes mentally exhausting, yeah. right? Because now not only I get phone calls from supervisors and, and, and I get phone calls from other departments, other officers, like all kinds of shit that I'm like, why isn't anything being done about it? Like yeah. right then and there. Yeah. Why 
do these specialty units now have to deal with it? Specialty units are just that. We deal with specific issues, specific things, whatever. Now it's all of a sudden, everything's coming, funneling towards these specialty units. There's a, there's a terrible amount of factors that are causing this. Well, actually, let's bring this one up. Oklahoma City. That what officer. What about? Okay, so there was a recent uh, uh, officer in Oklahoma City who went to a disturbance call at an abominant, uh, like, projects or something in Oklahoma City. Sees the guy standing up against the wall. Guy, you know, they're talking, hey, you know. Oh, the, the body camera footage I saw you? Oh, okay, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Know? So, yeah. guy, you know, pulls the gun, and the cop, like, the guy pointed the gun at the cop, like, three or four times. I remember, I, I sent that to you, yeah. right? And I didn't say a word about it. I just sent it to you and I was like, look at this shit. And I said, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and, but, but that's, yeah. that's what's happening. We I remember. Actually, we actually watched it this morning during roll call. Oh, you did? Yeah. Just to AR it as, as a collective group. Yeah. And it's like, and, and one of the, I handed to him, junior cop. He said, well, that's the environment that was created. Exactly. I, I, I said, absolutely. I, I do not disagree. But at the same time, now you're letting the fucking, uh, bad people, the fucking evil people, get one over on you. But but I mean, it's I get it and I agree with you. Okay, and I'm uh, you know I like to play devil's advocate sometimes. Yeah, right. Yeah. I look at I look at things from the operational aspect. I look at as the eagle flies, looking yeah. down. Yeah. Right. And I'm seeing all these moving pieces and parts. Yeah. We've been seeing them since the uh, President Forty Four days. Yeah. Right. Where he started calling. Uh, cops acting stupidly and all that stuff. We saw the rapid decline. Oh my God, yeah. We saw a tremendous decline. You know, before that, everybody was loving the police and well, loving the military and all that. And and our our wonderful previous governor uh, decided to defund- Exactly. So much training because <laughs> he was a prior defense attorney and hated cops. We knew that. So- Free them all, Duvall. There was free a reason, them all, Duvall, that's there right. There was a reason why he had that fucking nickname in the law enforcement community. That's right. So- you got. I'm, I'm looking at it again from a, from a bird's eye view, looking down. Right, yeah. we're getting attacked from every single angle that you oh, could yeah. possibly imagine. Yeah. Right. It started politically. Yep. Then it started fiscally, yeah. financially. Yeah. Then it started uh, uh, criminally. Yeah. Because now with these new post laws and everything going on. Yeah. Right. And I'll get into that in a second. Now it's turning into medically. Yeah. We're yeah. getting attacked from every single angle, and it's partly our fault. It, I always, that's the thing, like, just like the article that I, I wrote, the number one blame on why law enforcement is, is today is on us. us. It's on us. Absolutely. We allowed it to get that way. We allowed it. Exactly. Because it's just like a criminal where you let them have that inch, yep. they're going to take the mile. Fuck yeah. I 100% agree. And, and that's the thing, like, to me, I'm tired of it. We're all, we're all tired of it yeah. in, in the specialty units. And, and I'll tell you, like, it actually felt good fucking really tuning people, not tuning, not beating them up, but putting handcuffs on, fucking. Right, 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 like, right. Dude, first thing right in the morning, like recently, all I've been doing, as soon as I show up in the morning, the assholes I deal with, I fucking stack the, the, the list. 
As soon as I see one of them caught a warrant, I'm fucking going out the door at eight in the morning, waking right. their asses up out of bed and fucking dragging knock, them. Knock, knock. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And and here's the thing. It, because you get thank yous from the fucking, you know, from sure. the apartment building neighbors. Thank you so much. This guy has been a, nothing but a nuisance, a menace. Like, like it, I get it, you know, and, and I see it all the time. And, and I, I love seeing kids go out in neighborhoods and play again because we took care of it. You're trying to do the right thing, I mean. Yeah. And I'm not saying that we're trying to do the wrong thing, but there gets, everybody has a breaking point. Yeah. We know that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Everybody has a breaking point. And when you're getting attacked from every single angle, when you have no support, when you see the media is only supporting you when it's to their benefit. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's when you start saying to yourself, man, is this worth it? And what I mean by that is how many guys and girls do you know that are starting to leave the job? Oh, no, uh, rapid. Mass exodus. Yeah, there's a mass exodus going on. And what are we having problems with? <laughs> recruiting. Recruiting. Yeah. And when you are recruiting, you're getting really shitty Dude, cops. It is fucking scary. With bops, with like, like, records. Yeah, with records. Like people, like the silent majority, y'all need to fucking wake up and start talking. Now, I get there's, we have a lot of pressures on us, yeah. right? At the same time, you want to say to your guys and to yourself and to, I want to say to you, Man up. Yeah. Let's do this. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. But when is the breaking point for my family? I know. Uh, well, that's the thing. Also, we, uh, we're, we're all married guys. We got, we got uh, kids. We got all kinds of other um, uh, obligations or responsibilities outside this job that are equally as important, yep. obviously. Yep. And, you know, uh, my wife complains all the time. She sometimes, you know, she'll say, hey, sometimes you're just like at work all the time. Like, you're, you're not you're, here. You're not here. Right. You're home. Right. But you're, 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 you're working, you're doing your emails for work, you're fucking making these phone calls and, you know, whatever, whatever. You're and home, but you're not here. Exactly. I, like, I, I understand. So there are times I, I do have to put everything away just so I make sure I am home, you know, completely 100%. And, but, and kudos to you for being able to do that. But here's the thing, though. Again, the result of specialty units having to burden, take on this burden of everything now. Right. To make sure that the, if you want to call it wheels of justice, continue to turn yeah. as, as it should, as cheesy as it sounds, yeah. you know, continues to turn. But it, it's like we're, sw we're swimming fucking upstream. Yeah. That's the thing, right? We're swimming upstream because there's, uh, there's, uh, you have no idea how many times, and you, well, you know, you know, how many times have we locked up the same fucking guy <laughs> for the same fucking crimes? Yeah. And I'm not talking shoplifting or any of that bullshit. I'm talking actual, like, yeah. fucking, actually, we were just talking to a civilian today. Uh, there's a mutual guy we, we all know. The civilian went to high school with this guy. Like, we, they all know him. And this dude, I've, probably personally locked him up five times in a year and a half on drug dealing. Just quick. I, I do quick drug grips, lock him up like a bunch of times. Five and times. he's, and he's constantly gets out, restarts, gets out, restarts. But, but that's the thing. We're swimming upstream now. Yeah. This whole COVID shutdown of the courts destroyed yeah. criminal justice. It's, it's destroyed people's minds too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because people are getting to a point, I believe, of a, a little point of insanity sometimes. Well, look at the, um, the, the rise in, in airline fucking fights. Right. With, with like, people don't know how to be people anymore. They can't behave. No. <laughs> like, I'm like, what the fuck? You also have people going on planes and breastfeeding their fake kittens. <laughs> 
This is the world that we live in. And I'm not saying it just to be funny on the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the world that we live in. And yes, these things were going on before, but now they're coming to a head. Now there's like, people don't give a shit anymore. No. (laughs) But here's the thing, like to me, like as, as, as a, now not so much my law enforcement side as, as a combat vet, as a guy who put fucking pin the primer all the time overseas, fucking, you know, done the war and, and all that shit. There's a certain perseverance we have. Yeah. Like yep. to us, we have, I, I shouldn't say a lot more skin in the game, but literally we've had friends, us, whatever, shed blood for this country. Right. Cops have done the same thing. Those who've gotten wounded. We bled. It's, it's not, it, 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 this is what uh, kind of drives me crazy a little bit. Soldiers and cops, not many differences to me. Right. Right. Now you're going to get some fucking woke. Oh, you, you, yeah, you're saying you're all killers. No. No. The warrior mindset. We both have it. It's easily intertwined. Right. I've talked to so many Green Berets uh, who say uh, cops are the uh, cops on the streets of America are the domestic version of a Green Beret. Because of what we do. I believe that. Because we do the hearts and minds. Yep. We do strategic hits on specific targets. Uh, we conduct the investigations just like, you know, these Green Berets do it. We drop, literally drop into bad neighborhoods and turn the neighborhood around. Well, the special ops community in the military, right? Yeah. Or, or special operations are, they're basically the do everything. Yeah. They're the go-to and the do-everything of the military. Exactly. Right? And I'm not dogging anybody in infantry or anything like that. No, no, no. But they are, they, they're the handymen. Well, they're that's the, the thing. They, they have specific skills right. to do certain things. Cops are the same way here. Exactly. We, we take on a lot of hats. We take on a lot of roles. This movement of now you need to be a 100% social worker is right. like, uh, no. It's not going to work. It's not going to work. That's not, you can't take... Criminal justice laws, criminal laws, and throw it on a cop whose job is to enforce these laws. We get discretion. I get it. I get that we have people who stumble on hard times and we help them out. Yep. But sometimes people just need to go to jail. All right. Now, discretion brings me to something that I've been throwing around to my friends and family that aren't in law enforcement. Yep. All these issues that we're having in policing, all these issues from around, from everything, right? bringing Rona into play. Yeah. Now there's certain cities and towns that are requiring that you get vaccined or vaccinated. Yeah. Okay. I get, and again, playing devil's advocate, I get the whole public health aspect of it. Yeah. What's tickling me, what's starting to tickle me weird is the things that we would mention a year ago that were conspiracy are starting to not be conspiracy. Well, it, here's the thing. Like, like we said, we we kind of saw it though a while right. back, and we saw that the motions yeah. and the players are playing. And again, though, this is the thing that the public doesn't realize enough: we see things differently, differently, yeah, because we are inside that world. I think we have you and I, in particular, have a little bit more of an advantage because of our backgrounds. Yeah, and you know my other backgrounds. Yeah, yeah. and I think the lens that we do see things in is beneficial because it's opening people's eyes. Like oh, yeah. I got, I got text messages today from one of our listeners Yeah, and she was basically like, thank you for bringing up these elephants in the room. Yeah. I said, we have a lot of work to do. Oh yeah. Now she asked me about 
the whole New York thing. Uh, exactly the same I know, reaction. I know, I know exactly. The, the one where the family got uh, basically, here's the thing. There's a lot of moving parts to that. Yes. Here's the thing. Uh, we uh, Obviously in the video, we didn't see the before and after or whatever, but here's, here's my big issue. Yep. You're a cop. Your, your job is not to fucking force people to get masks on and yep. get out. Yep. Um, I know in our area, uh, most chiefs have already put out memos and directives saying that's not our job. We will not enforce Thank mask you. mandates. Thank None you. of that bullshit. Thank like, you. That's not our job. If, if people want, because remember when Rona first started, we're getting 911 calls because somebody, some fucking d- uh, girl or guy are walking outside without their mask on. Right. We, we got inundated with 911 calls on that. Yeah. Finally, the chief put a fucking stop to it. You know, the chiefs put a stop to it. Like, hey, that's not our job. If you got an issue, call the health department. Right. <laughs> you know? And now what's the health department going to do? <laughs> Nothing. Right. <laughs> but here's my problem, Iman, right, is that a lot of these guys are being put in the position and, and we were having a friendly debate about it. It wasn't like we were arguing, but- you know, she basically turned around and said, well, these guys need to protect their families. They need to keep getting their paychecks. They need yes. to, they need to follow orders. And yes. I said, they need to follow orders. There's a point where you, mm-hmm. as the boots on the ground mm-hmm. are supposed to differentiate between the good orders and the bad ones. Yeah. Because I know a group of people in the, about 80 years ago that were just following orders. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. And when we think, well, if we said that a year ago, yeah. you'd be like, Pete, don't. Yeah. Because it sounds crazy. Yeah. But it doesn't sound so crazy right now. Because no. you see what's happening on Australia. Yeah. You see that people well, are actually me- taken out of their homes. Me- media blackout on Australia, though. And we have to dig through sites yeah, to, to find, find this shit. Yeah. Right? It's a huge elephant in the room. No, it is. And I say to this person and to most of these people that we talk to all the time is that that's, it can happen here. It can. Because they turn around and say, I know your mindset, Pete. I know Iman's mindset. I know you'd never allow it. And I said, that's two guys. Yeah, no, it needs to be a collective thing. Here's the, that social experiment that was done in that university in California. I think I talked about exactly it. how the one professor, right? Fucking brilliant, brilliant fucking thing. When they said, oh, we will never do that. When they were watching the Nazi youth and all that shit, we will never do that. And he said, all right, motherfuckers. Watch. Watch. So, and in I one guarantee semester, you, he turned that whole class around into Nazi Germany. So let me make a statement. Yeah. The 50, there was 10 cops in that video that we're talking about, right? And, we're, and guys, just so you know, we're talking about that video that was in New York City that the cops showed up to. Yeah. Regardless of what had happened before. Yeah, yeah, that we don't know. There was 10 cops there. Yep. A six-year-old or seven-year-old child that was crying. And they were telling the mother that she had to leave or she'd get locked up. Mm. I don't like to Monday morning quarterback a lot of things because you don't know everything going on. that's the thing. But I know for a fact, 100%, that if I was in that situation, I would have stepped up and been like, A, why is there 10 of us here? Yeah. Everybody out. Yeah. Two cops can stay here. Yeah. And let me sit down with this mother and talk to her. And I would explain to her personally, and this is Pete's personal view. I would say to her, I do not agree with anybody knowing your medical decision. Yeah. I don't know what the laws are like in New York, but in Massachusetts, a business can refuse you business for any reason. Yeah. And I would explain that to her. Yeah. And I would say, listen, I'm not going to lock you up even if you don't leave. Yeah. Right? If yeah. they want to trespass you, they can take the complaint to court yeah, and exactly. trespass you. Exactly. I'm not going to do it. But I'm here as an employee of you yeah. to tell you. These are your options. These are your options. Yeah. Okay? And this is why I was called here and why I had to come. Yeah. Half the people listening to this right now are going to be like, yeah, you know what? I do the same thing. 
And I can guarantee you statistically, based on what you just said about that professor, statistically, half of the people that were in that video, half of the cops that were in that video probably would have said the same thing a oh, week ago. Absolutely. 100%. Until they were twisted, until somebody got in their minds, just like that professor, and put them into that mindset. Yep. Put I know a lot of them saw themselves on video and said, fuck. Yeah. That didn't look good. <laughs> like, it, 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 it's fucking crazy. Here's the thing. Like, I know, uh, like, in the military, they're kicking people out of the military for not getting the vaccine. To me, I have no fucking, uh, like, I, the military is a fighting force. If you right. are required a certain vaccine, you know what? Fucking Uncle Sam owns your ass. And I've gotten shot up with all kinds of fucking shit. I have no idea what I got. But that that is America's fighting force, and they need to be ready all the time to fight for whatever fight that's coming next. Military, you have no say. Can, can I give you my opinion on that? Yeah. Go ahead. I agree with you. Yeah. I agree with you. We need to be at the ready. We need to, okay, it's a mandate for the, the military is totally different, yeah. right? I get it. I understand it. However, the gray area in my mind is I look at places like, this isn't conspiracy. <laughs> this came out. This okay. was conspiracy months ago. Yeah. This came out. The Chinese military doesn't require it. Well, here's the thing. They don't have a vaccine. They're not requiring the vaccine. Here's the thing, though. Uh, actually, I was I was debating with somebody about that. Anything that comes out of China because of Rona is already fucking tainted. Because tainted. They, <laughs> they controlled the narrative. Right, yeah, they yeah, did, yeah. From the yeah. get-go. Yep. They controlled the narrative from the get-go. You're right. You're 100% right. I'm so, just telling you my yeah, gray area. Yeah, yeah. So my other gray area is you got vaccinated for anthrax. Yeah. Correct? Yeah. That vaccine wasn't an experimental vaccine. No. I don't, I have a problem but with my soldiers getting jabbed with something that's not 100%. Here's the thing though. Later on, we learned the anthrax vaccine that's been in circulation. Yeah. We found out that it was actually it was, bad. It was bad. So they had right. to pull it out. Here, that's the but thing. But there though. was some due diligence. And you know me, I hate pharmaceutical industry. Yeah. I yeah. hate it. Yeah. I think it's the biggest I, scam I, on the I, planet. Uh, they're legalized drug dealers. Exactly. That's all they are. I think it's the, the biggest scam on the planet, right? But to get that jab into Iman's arm and to every other one of his brothers and sisters in the military protecting our government, I want to make sure that my army, my soldiers that are going and risking their shit for me have the right stuff. Here's the thing. Uh, military, as cold as it sounds, we're just numbers. And that's see, I, all it is. That's, that's another aspect of it that yeah. I don't agree with. Yeah, that, but but that's the reality. When, right. I, when I got kicked out of the military, it was like no love lost. I was just a fucking number. You know, <laughs> right. that's when I realized, right. I'm like, you motherfuckers. Right. All the time I've given all the fucking sweat, tears, fucking blood, and, shit, all that shit. And we see that how nothing. they treat you post-deployment. We yeah. see that how they treat you guys with PTSD yeah. and all that. Yeah. It's bullshit. It's because we're just numbers to them. That's it. How many homeless veterans are there? Oh, fucking tons. How many veterans commit suicide every day? <sighs> the typical number 22. 22. Every day? Yeah. Yep. That's yep. a fucking problem, dude. Oh, no. I, I 100%. Again, we agree on, on all this. And and to me, if you're in the military and you get, you get the fact, like, you signed up. I get that. And yeah. I'm just giving you like an abstract perspective yeah. on I think society as a whole should be able to call their representatives. Yes. The constituents should be able to call the representatives and say, hey, guys, you know what? That's my military. Those are my boys and girls. Well, they should. But that's the thing, though. They should make those phone calls because right. in the end, a fucking 18-year-old private 
has no literally have no rights. Exactly. (laughs) So I get that. Yeah. I'm saying it's incumbent on us. Yeah. As civilians. As civilians to call our people and say, guys, wait a minute. I get what's going on. You're trying to save soldiers and all that. Yeah. But, you know, let's do this six months from now. How many soldiers are dying because of Rona every day? Exactly. Here's what's funny, though, right? Uh, with the people leaving the military or getting kicked out of the military, do you see the veteran community up in arms really about it? What do you mean? Like, is there a movement in the veteran community on why they're kicking people out? No. No, there isn't because yeah. we know that's fucking right. part of Uncle Sam's fucking requirement. Oh, yeah, you're, you're used to get it. Jabbed. Right, 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 right. right. <laughs> you know, no, so no, you're used, used to it. it. You know what I mean? So, so to me, there's no real love loss. Like, yeah. I'm like, eh, you know what? You fucking signed the dotted line. You like, knew. Because here's the thing. You knew. Here's the thing. Uh, there's there's a fucking funny meme that uh, that I had to fucking uh, copy because it made so much sense because it really it really talks like like how the military is today, right? This is the meme. When it's 2021 and guys who are 29 to 35 join the army, it's basically from the scene from Gladiator, yeah, where. Um, uh, Marcus Aurelio's son comes out of the fucking thing at the beginning of the battle and says, have I missed it? Have I missed the battle? And Marcus <laughs> Aurelius says, you have missed the You've war. You've missed the war. But here's the thing. So this is now to us combat veterans who've been to war and have every, we wholeheartedly understand the sacrifice that is required for America. Mm-hmm. To me, I'm, I'll gladly pay that 10 times over. So getting that jab for the safety of America so that way I can go wherever to fight for those battles, we're willing to do it. But don't you agree that there should be a little bit better due diligence on it? There, there, there should have been a lot of things done. In general. I, I agree. But we're talking about the military. Yeah, right. I agree. It's like saying, you know, asbestos was a big problem in the military. Remember? It was a big problem in the world, uh, yeah. but it was a big problem in the Navy. We, we still have it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we got to do better with our due diligence instead of rushing into things. And I'm not saying that 45, I I love 45, right? Did he make mistakes? Yes, of course he did. And in the beginning, and we've talked about this a million times, nobody really knew what the fuck was going on. So it was kind of a scramble to try and get some answers. Here's because anything that came out of China was already tainted. Exactly. They, They couldn't trust anything that came out of China. So what I'm trying to say is that Whatever we have been doing mm-hmm. hasn't been working, apparently. Okay. Well, here's the thing. But, but not to cut you yeah, off, yeah. why is it working in Florida? Or why did uh, South Korea control it and it's non-existent there? Mm. Here's the thing. So my <laughs> wife, my wife, when she was active duty uh, army uh, in the JAG Corps, she was in Korea when H1N1 first came out. Years ago? Years ago. When H1N1 okay. first broke. Yeah. South Korea already has in place for their country a proactive uh, pandemic type response. <laughs> she was a part of it. No shit. Where, because again, you gotta. You She's know, in with, the JAG Corps, right? Yeah, so, JAG Corps. Okay. She, she has to read all, make sure all the yep. laws, blah 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 blah, yep. all good, you know. And they already had a game plan on how to remove soldiers and move things around. Like it it was already isolated before it became really. They had a contingency. Exactly. That's what they did with Rona. All they did was to use the same plane book from H1N1. They already had it and use that. Why didn't we do the same thing here? So it it comes into, without naming the department, it comes into the issues that a major Northeast department is having in Massachusetts. Yeah. Right. Um, Where the department as a whole with their union had signed an agreement saying that, 
well, the city wanted us to get vaccinated. Mm-hmm. And half the city said yes, the other half said no. The reasoning behind the no's, who cares what the reasonings were? I'm vaccinated. Yeah. But my reasoning as to why I don't support any of this bullshit is because it's not Iman's business to know why, if I'm vaccinated Here, or not. Here's the thing. This is what, what I agree with. As cops, we worked through the fucking Rona. Everything. Exactly. We went into people's houses. We were doing investigations. I was still doing search warrants. We were right. still doing what we're doing all the time. At some point, at some point, this is the best statement I had. At some point, so yeah, at some point, it's been over 400 days. So we have been exposed most likely at some point. Yes. Whether we felt sick or not. Or not. Asymptomatic, whatever. Yep. We have natural immunity. I think so. It's there. How many times, what we know about viruses, again, I'm not a fucking virologist or a doctor like that, but it's common sense. It's common sense, yeah. To know that viruses fucking mutate. That's what happens. And their job is to survive. Exactly. They need a host. They need to survive. Whatever they got to do. But, again, over 400 days, at some point, you were fucking exposed to the Rona. Yep. As cops, we were exposed fucking and we knew the bullshit calls that we had to go to that were labeled as rona Rona that that weren't yeah like you you, and for guys to be clear there was plenty of things to clear about what we're talking about yeah there was plenty of instances where somebody was dead yeah and they got labeled because they were died in a car accident and they were rona positive they got labeled a rona death yeah it's all for federal funding. Right. That's all that is. Remember. The numbers are skewed. A year ago, that was conspiracy. Yeah. Now it's common fucking knowledge. But here's the thing, though. Like, we knew because we would see the cat calls. We would calls. see it. Exactly. And 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 that's the thing. We saw the cat calls. We see the fire department and everything's labeled as COVID. Any medical went everything. to the, was as COVID because that way we get federal funding. I, I get it. There's money behind it. Now, by the time this episode airs. I heard this yesterday on talk radio. So again, it goes from conspiracy to holy shit, it's not. Yeah. I heard it on uh, talk radio in Boston. But it's probably going to come out by the time this airs. PCR tests are going to go into the trash now. <laughs> yeah, because, uh, well, we knew that it wasn't. Exactly. 100%. Well, remember when I got my COVID test yes. and I was so confused on the fucking results. I'm like, so do I have it or do not? Do I have it or not? I, I, like, I don't, it didn't make any sense And they to me. essentially took your result and cycled it again. And yeah. now you were, oh, yeah, 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 yeah you're yeah. positive. Yeah. Now, th- there's there's a bunch of this Omicron variant going through, right? There's people, even in my district, that are dropping. I feel okay, Yeah. right? I don't know how I'm going to feel tomorrow. No. But I'm not scared. No. I'm not worried. No. Do I have any diseases? Not that I know of. Yeah. Am I healthy? I'm a little overweight, but I'm not, like, dude, like I'm not I, obese. Like, like I, you know, me and a lot of veterans joke, we're like, dude, we've been jabbed with fucking everything. Omicron, right. I, Omicron to us is going to be like a fucking sneeze. It's Yeah, and, and <laughs> most likely it's going to want to run away from your immune system. Pretty much, dude. It, it was like, it's basically like my body says, welcome to the Thunderdome. Anytime you, a virus comes in. A lot of people will take the argument and turn around and say, well, there's been cops that have died from this from rona and i'm gonna say the real i get that there's data that shows that cops have died but let's talk real the real number is i know in one major city one and the man no disrespect to him god rest his soul was sick he was obese he had very big underlying conditions yeah right so did did it suck that he got rona and it may have contributed yes yeah but we haven't done our due diligence on these vaccines. Now, that's one argument. Yeah. My other argument is that Iman decides 
that he wants to get the vaccine. Yeah. Great. Do I agree with you? No. But what fucking business is it of mine? Yeah. It's up to me. It's not any of my business. So the city, in its glory, gave officers an option. They said, you can get vaxxed, we won't bother you, or you can get tested every week. And cops turned around and said, you know what? That's good. That's reasonable. Yeah. I'll do that. Yeah. And everybody was happy. Yeah. Now, a new administration comes in and turns around. And again, I think I said it in the beginning of the episode. I don't think this ruler <laughs> thinks that she has constituents... She thinks she has subjects yeah. because she can turn around and make these arbitrary decisions based on pseudoscience. And when you hear her argument, she's calling what you're arguing pseudoscience. Right? It's, it, it's this mishmash of bull, but right? It, 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 yeah. We worked through it though. It, exactly. So to us, it's like, it's up to me. It's up to me. Yeah. Why are you mandating it? And guys, if you're not sure what I'm talking about, it's not only being mandated, but if you don't get it by a certain date, See you later. you're fired. Yeah. Well, look at MSP. A woman, a, a, a female police officer, went on the news. She's been on Fox News. And she said, my concern is I'm eight months pregnant. Yeah. I have concerns about getting this vaccine. Yeah. I've talked to my doctor. I took some vaccines. I didn't take others because yeah. it was my choice. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Mrs. Mayor or Miss Mayor, whatever the hell she is, how am I supposed to deal with this? And there was crickets. Oh, yeah. Then the, another good point that comes in and says, well, why don't you wait until SCOTUS to the Supreme Court of the United States hears these cases? Because they're, they're hearing that. I don't know mm -hmm. if guys are aware on the 7th or the 6th. Yeah, yeah. Right? They're hearing it. It might take a few weeks. Why don't we wait till that happens? But it, like to me, again, it's, it's funny how uh, police is the problem. We overreach <laughs> way too much. Uh, look at the politicians. They overreach fucking all the time. Is All this, is this not the epitome of overreaching? Fuck yeah, it is. I heard a woman on, it was like a TikTok video or something. I might've sent it to you, I might not. She was talking at a school board. Yeah. And she wasn't wearing a mask. Again, her prerogative. She wasn't wearing a mask. And the school board uh, king, <laughs> whatever you want to call him, <laughs> right? Was like, oh, do you have a medical exemption? Yeah. And she was like, yeah. And then she looked at like one of her staffers to be like, give me the thumbs up. Does she have a medical? And the girl turned around and said, hold on, stop it. Stop it for a second, right? I can't ask you if you're gay, can I? <laughs> and she goes, no. Um, can I ask you if you have herpes? She goes, uh, no. no. Yeah. So, so why are you asking me in front of a hundred people my medical exemption? Yeah, exactly. And it was like crickets. Oh yeah, fucking the law is clear on that. The one. law is clear. Yeah. These things were fought for. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So when you look at these arbitrary moves from these politicians, yeah, does it not feel tyrannical to you? Oh, absolutely. You've been in a culture, you yeah. grew up in a culture that was complete dictatorship. Yeah, I've, yeah, I've gone through two civil wars. Right. Yeah. And how many times were you told to stay in your house? Oh, fucking. <laughs> how many times were you told you have to leave? Yeah. Well, we had to fucking, uh, on the first, uh, second civil war, actually, we had to fucking run, not just leave. Because we would have been killed if we stayed. So I ask, guys, and I, I, the, the episode kind of took this direction because this is a lot going on. Oh, my God. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I ask the thousands upon thousands of listeners that we have, when it comes, when Australia comes to this door, because remember, yeah. Australia is not a third world country. No. It's not Lebanon. It wasn't no. Syria. It no. wasn't, you know what I mean? No, it's not Afghanistan. It's not Afghanistan. None of that shit. It's not Greece. Yeah. Australia is basically the United States. Yeah. When it comes to this door, what is Officer Iman going to do? 
What is Officer Peter going to do? Yeah. We got some serious shit to think about. Oh, no. I because know. I'll tell you right now, there's a flag sitting right there. Yeah. Right? That's what I believe in. Yeah. And I am not going to, for my paycheck, no. No, absolutely For not. my paycheck, absolutely not. No. I no. will not in any way violate Iman's family's rules. I know active duty um, uh, SF guys who have already said they've been, again, multiple deployments, fucking fought all over the world, um, have said, this is not the America I'm fighting for. Active duty. Come on. And can you blame them? No, absolutely not. So absolutely now, not. talk about destroying their ethos. Yeah. Again, warrior mindset. Warrior, warrior mindset. Warrior ethos. Like the, the, it's important. What am I fighting for? Yeah. Dude, it's absolutely ridiculous. Do you need to go? <laughs> uh, remember, I got a Zoom call coming soon, so that's all. So we'll, we'll, we'll end the episode, guys. But listen, I mean, and I'm sorry that this all took the direction that it took, yeah. right? But it's important things that we need to get out there. No, absolutely, and, and I agree. And uh, But this is the direction I wanted to go anyways uh, because these are the current events, and this is what 2022 is going to be very interesting. Yeah, yes, so, it is. Guys, we want to say thank you. Thank you for making us the number one military and law enforcement podcast on the planet. Thanks to our supporters, AAA Police Supply, DCD Automotive, which is the Bach Group, Vector Shields, Gym Junkies, Havoc Journal, Second Mission, our partners of the Weekly Havoc Podcast, Live Boston, Wellness for Warriors, OD Kit, Eagle Eye Firearms, Gun Track, Hule Law, Fit Cops, 22 Mohawks, and Joint Operation. We love you. Stay safe. Stay safe, Ian.